One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Let's get ready to rumble! Hey there! Do you like films? Do you like wrestling from the 2000s? Do you want to see a film about wrestling from the 2000s? Well, WrestleTalk are hosting a special screening of Ready to Rumble for its 19th anniversary at the Prince Charles Cinema in Leicester Square on May 7th, 2019. Wrestling's fake. Wrestling's not fake! Myself, Ollie Davis, Luke Cohen, Laurie Blake, Randy Andy Dats. Some Pequenel and maybe a few other surprises will be in attendance for a meet and greet before the film. And then stick around after the screening for a special Wrestle Ramble podcast recording where we'll talk in depth about David Arquette winning the WCW Championship to promote the film and what it did for the wrestling industry. Would that be raw sewage I'm smelling? They kind of always like that smell. If you've not seen Ready to Rumble before, come see the sports entertainment epic The Detroit News Said manages to insult not only only pro wrestlers, but also their fans. Brittany, let's go out again. We'll talk about me and you. Dude, you're in there. The Matt-based masterpiece the New York Post called a toilet humor farce proud of its own crudeness. Your sister shot her first perp today. That's nice, Gammy. And if that doesn't tempt you, the Orlando Sentinel said of this barn burner brilliance, yes, film fans, there is a new worst movie of all time. Any match, any time. The steel cage. Steel cage wins. So come see. Shut up, Randy. Shut up. You're not part of this. So come see Ready to Rumble at the Prince Charles Cinema on May 7th with your friends at Wrestle Talk. Tickets are available now. Support Wrestle Talk. Donate on Patreon. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Russell Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Russell Ramble Podcast. I am Ollie Davis and I'm joined... By Luke Owen, I'm starting to get used to your hair. Hello, Swap Nation, and a hello to you, Oliver Davis. How the devil are you? I'm doing well. I feel healthy again. Yeah? I feel like I had two months of eating fried food and little chocolate bags of Cadbury's. Which are still behind us. Yeah, I bet they probably melted into one giant Cadbury oh, mini bite. I'll have some of that, mate. We used to do that uni. We would get lots of chocolate bars, melt them down, mm-hmm. put them all together, and then put it in the fridge. It's yeah. called Chocky Wocky Doodle. <laughs> <laughs> Which would then become a famous chocolate shop. Uh, it's a cake shop, isn't it, I think? Oh, is it? Yeah, I think Chocky Wocky Doodle was a show. It was one of those, like, when there was a big boom of, like, let's follow around this cake maker and these ah. cake makers and this and the other. And I think I think she might have been a chocolatier. And uh, or a cake person, but yeah, her, I believe her shop was called oh, wow. Chocky Wocky Doodle. I'll well, tell you what, we, we I'll, do were a quick bit, this. I'll do a bit of googling live on air. One second, that's a 2008 thing for me, so I'd be keen to know if we predated it, um, and then maybe I can, you know, try and find some intellectual property papers. 
she does not have a Wikipedia page. Uh, it's just a colourful boutique shop elevating chocolate to an art form with extraordinary cakes and a cafe. That's we did the opposite. It's in London. We uh we you know we we really <laughs> took the aesthetic design of chocolate mm-hmm. and smoothed it out to a loaf. Yeah, you've got to think of it as a chocolate loaf. You'd use a bread knife to cut a slice. Yeah, and you'd have that after tea. I mean, it does sound good, doesn't it? It um, wasn't actually it wasn't actually that nice. No, uh, but it was it was funny to do. Seeing if there's any like there's no real like, details on their website of like a history or something. So yeah, can't tell you, my friend. How are you on Endgame E? Oh, Endgame <gasps> Eve, I know. So it was the it was the London press screening yesterday, and they'd held the premiere on Monday evening, mm. and then did the London press screening on a Tuesday. You and I have been to some of these press screenings in the past. We did not get invited to this mm. one, um, and so I'm feeling like usually at this point I know what's going to happen because I've seen the film, and it's fine. Because that's when, like, once the press screenings happen and the premieres happen and things like that, that's when spoilers start running rampant. And you just find dickheads online who don't care that it, they've got it spoiled. Or, and actually, they'll go out looking for spoilers because they just want to know what happens. They don't want to just enjoy the film. They just want to know the ending. And then they will just start posting that in random places to try and spoil it for people who are trying to stay spoiler-free. And usually at this point... It's. I think it's an awful thing to do, but I know so nothing does get spoiled for me. For example, when I was, um, uh, I went to the press screening of Star Wars: The Force Awakens. So I think it was like five days before the film came out, and then on the day that the film came out, I was just checking a BBC sports article, and the top comment was a spoiler for The Force Awakens, like the big spoiler for The Force Awakens. And I was like... Where do these people get off? And I was like, imagine if you ju- you thought you were in a safe space because mm. I'm looking at a football article. Like, I can probably... I, I don't think I'm going to find any... No, would you look at that? I, I want to see what other people, other football fans were saying about this. And this person right here has spoiled a film that I was going to see this evening. We need a, we need a safe space... Of Bray Wyatt <laughs> in the Firefly Funhouse. Fun so I am. I'm. I feel a bit on edge because I know that spoilers are out there. I know that people will have seen it now. It's going to be even worse tomorrow because there are people who are seeing it at midnight tonight. The, the, the unwashed masses have access, and they'll be seeing it throughout the day, and we're not seeing it until the evening. So I'm. I'm on edge that someone is going to say something. I'm. I'm not reading any comments. Mm. I'm not reading any YouTube nah. comments for the next few days until I've seen the film. Until I'm out of that cinema screen, I'm not going into the YouTube comment section because that is probably the worst place you'll find the these sort of offenders but like today Laurie had some endgame stuff in his news and Datsun because he's a knob just wanted to start talking about it loudly mm. because he doesn't care to him I think he, to I, him it's funny I think he more gets off on on you getting it, well, I know, but that, that's a knob move like that is that's not a cool thing to do I don't I mean I know the spoiler it's actually not a spo- spoiler at all. But I, but even but if it, I know, but I even if it's not a spoiler, it not being a spoiler <laughs> makes it a spoiler mm. because that's something that doesn't happen, which I might have thought could happen, and I think I know what it is now, and that's and, and great because I actually thought it might be something I could look forward to in the film, and I don't think it's happening now. So now I'm going to sit there in the film knowing that thing. You know what I mean? You have you have whipped yourself up into a frenzy over this. Oh, okay. I don't. But, but me knowing what it is. 
I don't know how you got to that place. <laughs> I think you'll be better off just knowing what it is. Well, no, because I know that that doesn't happen in the film, right? So you go into the film knowing, well, I know this one thing doesn't happen. No. So okay. then... That isn't the spoiler. Okay, well, then I don't really know. But, like, <laughs> as another example, I, it took me... Because I was on holiday and stuff like that, it took me a little while to see Solo. And there was a, a guy... I'm, okay, I'm going to put this out in front of you now. To tell this story, I have to spoil something from Solo, a Star Wars story. So if you haven't seen Solo at this point, uh, or if you and you, but you care enough to still avoid spoilers, just, I don't know, skip ahead to the outro or, or whatever. But... um. I went to UK Games Expo just after I got back from holidays when I was, um, uh, sorry, after I was tied up in a cupboard. And um, mm. I went to UK Games Expo. And at the same time, Collector Mania was happening in the hall opposite. And I was just there getting a coffee. And this guy was also getting coffee, just like chatting to me. And he's like, oh, you're here for Collector Mania? I was like, no, no, I'm with the, I'm here for Games Expo. I'm just about to meet my brother. And he was like, oh, I'm, I'm with Collector Mania. I was like, oh, cool. Like, are you here as a punter? And he said, "No, no, no! I'm, 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 wrang I'm a wrangler. I, I actually like help. I get guests coffees Got and stuff them like that. Sue celebrities, exactly. Yeah, heard them to their press junkets. Exactly. Yeah. All this sort of stuff. So he's a wrangler. And I was like, oh, cool. And he's like, yeah, I'm a wrangler for um, Ray Park. And I was like, oh, cool. And knowing mm. who Ray Park is in in Star Wars lore, and he was like, and yeah, purple team. <laughs> not quite. Purple team. <laughs> purple team." If you're not aware, again, this is in spoiler territory, so I'm not spoiling anything here. He's Darth Maul. He played Darth what? Maul in The Phantom Menace. And um, and then he was like, I was like, oh, that's cool. And he's like, yeah, which is obviously it's a really big deal now with Solo. And I was like, and I had this look on my face. And he was like, oh, have you seen Solo yet? And I said, no, no, I'm, I'm actually going to go see it this weekend. He was like, oh, right. well, I won't spoil anything for you. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, I was like, well, you sort of have, mate. Yeah. So then I spent the whole movie going like, all right, when does Maul show up? But then I sort myself out. I was like, yeah, but that doesn't really make sense because that, that's episode one and this takes place before episode four. That's a long, long time away. Like, that's, that's like decades, decades away. And I was like, oh, maybe it's not. And I actually, but it got to a point where I think I had forgotten about it until he showed up and I was like, oh, this would have been a bigger surprise if that knobhead hadn't said to me, oh, by the way, Ray Park's in the movie. So when that happens in the film, I spent the rest of the film going, what? <laughs> Uh, but I mean, I don't think you needed that, and it just kind of muddles everything, and it's not really a big because I was confused about. I just assumed, well, surely that's someone else then. Yeah. That's his Darth Maul's brother, Darth Terry. <laughs> but it's yeah, and so I, th you know what, Darth Maud. I, I think you went in better for it you knowing that that weird thing was coming well, no, because you I, can prepare yourself but i know extended universe stuff that darth maul did survive mm -hmm. what happened to him in episode one and that he got the big mechanical legs and things like that because I, there were I, I was one of those people that thought he would show up in episode three so i'd already i was already like predisposed so him showing up wouldn't have been a surprise it would have been a surprise be like oh my god they brought darth maul back but not a huh they brought Darth Maul back. Not like I am a little bit for Rise of the Skywalker. I'm like, huh? They've brought Palpatine back. Purple team. Purple team. Purple teeny. I love uh, purple teenies and delicious drinks. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of like, and we get it with WWE all the time. It's like a big surprise, but you're like, huh? But that doesn't make sense. But then there's another layer of it where, why did you do that as a company? <laughs> I think that's. That's what I was. I experienced both those emotions when I saw Darth Terry. Yeah. Or and, Darth Maul. And I get, like, some people argue that we're quite bad for this with WrestleTalk, that we put spoilers in our headlines and, and things like that. But 
I'd argue that sports, and this is technically a sport, it's mm. sports entertainment, and pure entertainment are very different. There is also no, stuff that plays out live. That, that's what well, I was going to say, yeah. 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 Like a football game, you can't say like you can't put spoiler tags on a football result. You can do the best you can to stay away from it, but you it's can't news. Yeah, exactly, it's their news. It's current affairs yeah, by that point. Exactly. And it but like I think movie spoilers are very different in that sense. As someone argued with me on Twitter, and this was a dreadful way to look at it as a fan, and he argued, Well, if you were a true fan, you would have gone to a midnight screening and you would have avoided spoilers. Hey, well, he's got an argument there. No, he hasn't. That is a terrible argument. Just don't be a tool and spoil things for people who care. Uh, so we've got to crack on with the the main show, but I will put a tease for what we're coming back to. I've already been guffawing at it. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. And, I went off on a tear about yeah. Avengers. And, uh, well, we're both excited about Endgame yeah, yeah. tomorrow. We're seeing it together, by the way. It's me, <laughs> my lady partner. It's Luke, Luke's lady partner, and Pete. And Pete. <laughs> Pete on his own. This yeah. is like when I went to go to Muppet's Christmas Carol uh, sing-along with you and your lady partner. If Pete sings along and does the voices, I'm going to be very annoyed. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that, so the, to tease it, Ryback has done an AMA and Ask Me Anything on Reddit. It happened last night. He doesn't seem to know where the reply button is. Or he's trolling everyone and is a genius. You you decide. So not only is that a tease for uh, the end of the show, it's also a spoiler of what Ollie's news is going to be tomorrow. Anyway, we're talking about Smackdown Live that now. That is totally the opening story. <laughs> I know. Uh, we're gonna As I was about... reading, I was like, I can get three minutes out of this. <laughs> I'm going to play that advert clip again where he rugby tackles a fat woman into the pool. Can you say fat woman? That's the whole point of the video. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, we're going to talk about Smackdown Live now and it's been revealed that Becky Lynch is facing Charlotte Flair once again for the Women's Championship. Once. Here is the show. As we talk about Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch round. God, who even knows at this point? Have they surpassed Charlotte and Sasha Banks? Way past that. I, oh, man. I think that is that is in retrospect. That's like rose-tinted glasses because I maybe this is an unpopular opinion. I think this is the right move. I think Be so Becky Lynch accepted uh, a match at Money in the Bank because Charlotte won the number one contender's spot effectively for SmackDown. So... I think that's the right move. I think they've got great chemistry together. I think their matches have been fantastic. And I think their promos are some of the most organic in WWE. Compare that to Charlotte Sasha, which went on forever. The promos were stilted. Charlotte was nowhere near the level of promo she is now. Sasha Banks has never been a good babyface promo. The matches were okay. Dude, you're missing the point, though. That feud had an end point. It only it, the only reason why I'm saying that this has gone on way longer is because that only lasted for what three months. They oh, traded, it was longer. They than traded that. the title a lot, but that was mostly because they were having matches every single like every single Raw and pay per view. That's some research. How long that feud went on for? That's what I'm doing right now. Nice. Whereas this has been going on since SummerSlam, and they have had matches on pretty much every pay per view since then. There's only been a handful where they haven't, and I am. Not against Charlotte and Becky having another match. I'm against them having another match now. Give it six to eight months. 
and then do it again. And I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. Because I'd, be, I'd want to see it again because it's been so long since we've had it. But there are so many other matches that they could have done here. And they've just gone back to this bloody well again. It's going to be SummerSlam in four months' time. I don't want, not want these people feuding for a whole year. It's too much. We piss and moan when the feuds go on for three to four months. And this has been going on way longer than that. First of all, Randy Andy Datsun has the research. Uh, eight months was uh, Sasha Banks. You are team. joking me. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. No way. Is it eight it months? It was a long time. That's ridiculous. That is ludicrous. Okay. And this this feud has been going on since August, so we, we're getting to the eight month territory. You I like that's a good. Okay, so look, they did it bad once before, so you're excusing it. No, again no, no, because now. that was you know largely they had some good matches and there were good moments, and they had the first women's main event of Hell in a Cell, I believe it, it was. was. Yeah, but like overall, I think there was that they were nowhere near the level they are now. The, the women's division in general. And this feud, you have the August match at SummerSlam, which is where Becky turned heel. How laughable is that? So that was a three-way. Then you had the singles match where Becky won the title. That was the start of Becky's superstardom. Then you don't get anything till TLC. That's a ladder match with Asuka. Then you have the Royal Rumble, which is the Royal Rumble match where they encounter. Then nothing till Fastlane. And then you get the WrestleMania main event. So but they had an angle at Fastlane, uh, at an elimination chamber. Uh, oh, with her and Ronda, with Ronda, where they would beat each other up with kendo sticks. I've forgotten that bit. Anyway, <laughs> the, the, the rose, the, the, in terms of matches, so I think there's enough variety in there. Plus, and this is crucial because if you just say they're doing Flair and Becky again, I would have, I wouldn't have been as down on it as you are because I, I'm of the opinion where I want Becky to have really strong feuds with big stars to keep that momentum going, who we know they can have good matches with. That's why I'm so against Lacey Evans. I'm like Asuka, Sasha Banks, Bailey, that that caliber, Ember Moon, like those. Well, Ember Moon needs building up more, but at least now at Money in the Bank, you've got a big star in Charlotte and. I guess Lacey Evans is the person you're building up. But what you're doing there is you're congratulating WWE for only building one other person. Yeah, okay, so this is the this is the hand that we're dealt with and we're dealing with. The priority is get get this get Becky over, continue that momentum because unfortunately it is running out of steam because she had the the win at WrestleMania. She's been facing one person. Like, she's been feuding with this one person for so long that I think people are starting to stop. Like, they're stopping care. They stop caring. Mm. Can't even get so many words. I, the, there is definitely an element of that, but I don't think that's the problem. I think the booking is to blame for that. The suspensions, the, the arrests, that, the injury yep, that, does, that certainly didn't like, help. That's the, that's the major part. And crucially, which is probably the biggest thing, her not winning clean at WrestleMania. Didn't help matters. No, not at all. But, what turned this thing around for me was first the strength of the the face to face segment they had on SmackDown. Okay, we'll get on to. I thought it was a great promo, um, but also because Charlotte's motivation was Becky pinned Ronda at WrestleMania. You didn't pin me, and then Becky comes out and says, "Yeah, but the match was for both belts," and. You, like I, I beat Ronda, which no one else has been able to do in this company. And Charlotte's like butts in and says, "I was in that match too." I just thought, you, I, I thought she laid out enough of a case. And then Becky brilliantly came back and, and replied with, "Look, I want to face new people, but 
this charlotte web that management keep on putting us in i don't want to face you anymore so i think they've done enough to to make this feud work from a logic standpoint it only works if charlotte is presented as a management favorite which she really isn't she's only once with that vince mcmahon thing which was never really explained mm. And Becky brings it up in promo saying like, oh, you're just the company's favorite. But we never see that. Also, she keeps winning matches. So she's fine. Like, so yeah, she's like well within her rights to be challenging for the title. She keeps winning. So the, if you, the gimmick is your management's favorite. Charlotte hadn't won for, for ages before. Well, she hasn't won. But she's been won. well protected in all of those losses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, she hasn't, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Which is, that, that's I, I, another point. I, that I think that's fair enough. I think that I don't think actually the promo was very good. I thought mm. it was actually a really strong promo segment, and I thought both of them were really good. I loved it when they started talking over each other. Yes. It made it feel very real and very genuine. My problem was I've seen this now, time and time again, week in week out. We've been seeing Becky Charlotte, Becky Charlotte, Becky Charlotte, and like Charlotte Banks. It has run its course. It ran its course a little while ago. It actually ran its course slightly before WrestleMania, and yet we're still doing this now. And I was trying to think, okay, well, what would I, I preferred then? And I said I prefer, and the only reason I'm behind Lacey Evans is because it's at least something different, and she's not just facing Charlotte again. Now we're facing Charlotte again. So I was like, okay, we'll do Becky versus Bailey, and then you do a feud between Ember Moon and Charlotte Flair. With Ember Moon saying, like, look, I've been on the main roster now for a year and I haven't proven anything yet. I've only competed in Money in the Bank and I haven't done anything. I'm out injured. So I want to prove myself. And you then set up a storyline between Ember and Charlotte Flair as a number one contendership thing. Mm -hmm. And that then keeps Becky and Charlotte away from each other. And you can keep them into different views until you bring them back again and time for... Uh, Survivor Series, or you bring it back in time for TLC, or something along those lines. About or Backlash. Or, well, that's been cancelled now, hasn't it? It's a house show. <laughs> yeah. um, so, it's, I think that it's a feud that can go on forever. Problem is, it's going on forever, and it's still going... A bloody flying dog is going to be joining this never-ending story soon enough. Like, it just, it won't, it won't end. And it's, it's starting... When Charlotte won the match, I rolled my eyes being like, Guys, come on. There is so much more you could be doing with the SmackDown Women's Division as opposed to going back to this well one mm. more time. Because what do you do after this match? Do you just do it again? Maybe no, no, that's it. In, in a perfect world, you have this Charlotte-Becky match, which is a headline match that those are two big names, that main event in WrestleMania. And while that's going on, you use the secondary women's feud to build up someone who needs building up, like Bailey or Ember Moon. But there isn't that and secondary. Be- there isn't well, a secondary story. Well, you know, unless you count the Iconics losing all the time. Yeah, well, um, that's in an ideal world. You know, that's what I would do. You've still got three weeks until Money in the Bank. It's actually what, like six weeks after WrestleMania, Money in the Bank is. Yeah. So that, it's in four weeks' time, I think, or three weeks' time. Yeah. So that gives you quite a long time to build someone up in the background because. I get Ember Moon, I get Bailey, but I just don't feel like either the either of them at the moment can be put in there and it be it feel as big time. And and you're <clears throat> not wrong on that because as we've said, WWE has spent all their time building these two as the only star, well these two and Ronda as the only stars of the women's division. Now that Ronda's gone, you're suddenly left with oh well, I guess we just have to have these two keep facing each other because we've spent no time building anyone else. So no one does feel big enough or like in the right place to be going for a championship match however i feel like you could have told a mini storyline to build bailey up 
for a championship match against uh, Becky for Money in the Bank. And then you have Charlotte as one of the featured players within Money in the Bank and have a big win. That has to be Charlotte wins it, but a big, a big win there. She'll get a win over Charlotte Flair. I just think that there is so much more that could be done with this women's division than just doing Becky Charlotte again. And we bemoan WWE for doing this, elongating feuds well past their sell-by date. Joe AJ is a classic example. AJ's run as champion last year felt so boring because he was just facing the same people over and over again. And this is what I'm starting to fear with Becky now, that she's just facing the same person time and time and time again. So the the matches don't feel that... Like, this match doesn't feel special or important. This match, I, I, I this disagree. Feel, I, feel, I don't think we're going to agree on this. Uh, well, absolutely not. And yeah. I'm not. I'm not trying to get you to change your mind. I'm just arguing my point, mm. uh, and and I'm not arguing why I don't like it. So I, I wouldn't expect you to change your mind. That would be a, that would be a ludicrous stance. You can convince. No, it's a ludicrous stance. Yeah. Um, I, I just think that this, to me, this match does not feel special and or important. It just feels like filler. Well, the actual segment, though, it was built as Becky and Charlotte's face to face, which was a bit laughable considering how much they've interacted over the past few months. And Charlotte comes out... In her she, gear. In, in her giant head thing. Uh, and I'll be, okay, so from the fact I didn't like Charlotte winning, her coming out in her gear was the most ludicrous part of this. <laughs> because I was like, why have you come out in your gear for a face-to-face? And then when Bailey comes out in a gear, you're like, well... that. And then you think, in this kayfabe, you never know. Well, in this kayfabe world, why did she come out in her gear? Baron Corbin's always in his gear. Well, that's, well, that's <laughs> he's always prepared. Mm. That's why he wrestles in slacks. Uh, but they they have. She calls out Becky when she says that you never beat me at WrestleMania, and they they go back and forth in a way that's really quite unique in WWE because everything's so scripted. Your turn, my turn. Like conversations don't happen like that. When me and Luke were arguing just now, we were talking over each other. Arguing's a strong word. We were debating. We were debating each other. We were furiously we were, debating. We were masturbating each yeah, other. Yeah, we were having a master debate. Yes. Yes. And it got messy. <laughs> that's how it works. As it always does. It always ends up yeah. that way. And that's what Charlotte and Becky did here. Like, Charlotte would go, oh, yeah, really? Is, I, you think that's the case? Yeah. And, oh, actually, I think you'll find I'm in your head. Because yeah. every promo that you talk about... You're still always talking about me. Uh, and, and Becky's and, going, well, oh, actually, no, I'm in your head because you're always talking about me. And, and I th- Twitter and stuff. And they both make, like, those are both good points because Becky does still go after Charlotte a lot. And Charlotte, so Charlotte is in her head. And also Charlotte is really obsessed with Becky as well. Uh, it's, re- it's really nice character work, I thought. Uh, but then... Uh, Becky says she wants new challenges, but management keep putting her in the Charlotte. Well, she said in this web, which is quite a nice thing. Charlotte's web, yeah. Uh, and it was nice phrasing as well. It's it's a web that management won't untangle me from. Mm. So that was a really nice way to phrase that. And that sounds like a, an awkwardly scripted line, but it was delivered mm. very realistically. But both people did very great here. But then Bailey's music hits and says, hey, it's my time to have a shot here. And Charlotte very patronised, and he said... Get in the back of the line. Yeah. I thought Charlotte was such a good heel there. And this turned into a number one contenders match for a future championship opportunity. Oh, yeah. Well, because there's no, there's no such thing as a number one contendership match. You just face for future championship oh, opportunities. I, I also liked Becky's point as well, where she was like, Becky, you're right. You have beaten Charlotte multiple times. Do you know how many times you've beaten me, though? Zero. Mm. It's almost as if that would be a storyline then for them to have a, a championship match. But who am I to say? <laughs> uh, but the, I thought Charlotte and Bailey had a pretty 
good match. I thought it had a great match. Yeah. I thought this match was terrific. Like, it got started really quickly. It was quickly. the best match on the show. Uh, Bailey did this sort of stunner in the ropes from the get-go, her drop kick through the ring post, then they went into the shrink screen ad break thing, which is kind of annoying. But when they come back, the crowd were really into it. Charlotte missed a moonsault, and I, th- I, was, I was concerned for a second because she landed weirdly, and she held her leg, but she seemed to be okay. Uh, and Charlotte won with a spear. Well, yeah. This is why people call her female Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. I also don't think just constantly pushing Charlotte is helping this. Side. I mean, granted, I think that's why they're doing it because they it's like it's Baron Corbin. It's it's heel heat. They think it's it's generating yeah. heel heat, and you're meant to then dislike her even further because it's not the thing you want to see. Um, which I, you know, I certainly can't argue against. I don't want to see this match, so it's working. You're being worked. I'm brother. being worked, brother. <laughs> but this guy. <laughs> he he's on another level oh, yeah. he wants to see this match uh, so Becky after after Charlotte wins and it re- really was a good match uh, it cuts backstage Becky's watching like this from a her really awkward angle like I guess if the it's like Nikki Bella watching this TV <laughs> yeah. and she's got both her belts there and Becky says yeah I will face Charlotte and Lacey at Money in the Bank now, she didn't... Did she say in two separate yes, matches? Yes, and it was advertised later right. on as two separate matches as well. <clears throat> Good. I so was just concerned facing, they were going to do a triple threat. No, she's facing Lacey for the Raw Women's Championship and Charlotte for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Yeah. Um, and Becky, it was so... Becky had this look on her face. When Charlotte won, I was just like, oh, bloody hell, there again. Yeah, yeah. Good crikey. But this is what we talked about after Becky won the title. We were very excited with the sort of underdog idea that Becky would have to wrestle... I guess, Lacey Evans earlier in the night. And then at the end of the night, that's a potential main event right there. Becky and Charlotte. Becky's already wrestled once. I would do um, Lacey second. Hmm. Only because you have the really gruelling match with Becky and Charlotte, which then will give Ah, some credence to Lacey being able to get one up on Becky. And you might buy into it more. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yes. Uh, thank you to Jezek Maxwell Silverhammer. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, I haven't got my notes up. Um, oh, come on. Master of the Mayor Lock, Joe Mayer. Whoa. Whoa. Yes. yes. Come on. I was expecting more singing from you with Maxwell Silverhammer. Duncan, just Duncan. Yeah. Yes. It's, a Beatle, Duncan. it's a Beatles song, man. Jeffrey Peyton Royce. Oh, Whoa. sorry, Peyton. The Incredible Tarzo. Whoa. Yes. Incredible. Joshua Dire Straits. Whoa! Yes. Yeah. Nate dropped surname. Yeah, it's weird. On the patron reporting, it says dropped surname in brackets. And I was like, that's never said that for anyone else who's never put a surname down. So there you go. That's now your new patron nickname. Yeah. Yeah. I think I know who that is. Um, Three count Joshua Fournier. Four. Fournier, you see? Four. I've got till three. Ollie, not Davis. No, he's not. It's not me. It's It's not not him. One and only Mr. One. Mr. Hey, one. Mr. One and only. Michael Charles Montgomery Burns. Whoa, Excellent. Yes. Excellent. Steep climb, James McAhill. McMahill. McMahill. Yes. Whoa. Let off some steam, Don Bennett. Whoa. Yeah. Nice. We've definitely got out of order here, but Krampus Kendall Ellis. Woo! Whoa. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'll let you do the last one. And Harry and the Hendersons Burgess. Yes. Whoa. Lovely Thank stuff. You very much. Thank you very much. Uh, Freeze Man is the first man to uh, donate, who says, would like to say or see Bray on SmackDown. Good, you've, got, you, you've good, got this, Andy. Good you've preparation, this. Andy. Sorry. This is what we pay you the big bucks for. Who would for. you like to see Bray face first and on Raw or SmackDown? God, I don't know because it's yeah. such a, a new gimmick. It's hard. I, I will say about the Bray thing, we'll talk about it in a bit. I was disappointed that it was the exact same promo from Raw. Mm. Um, so I guess we don't know what Brandy's going to. No, because the superstar shakeup is still in effect. <laughs> I guess Jinder's on SmackDown. Um, I feel like it's a Raw act. I don't know why I feel that. Yeah, but I think he would be better used on SmackDown, especially because of that. You know, one of his best storylines ever was the Viper and the Family storyline, and that was on SmackDown. Yeah, and he's been misused on Raw ever since. But in that's, terms that's, of, that's not unique to him, though. No, uh, but in terms of who to feud with, it needs to be someone. I mean, I guess is he coming? For me, it's a heel act, so it should be a babyface he goes up against. But you could also do this as a babyface gimmick. Mm. And then going up a against Tweener. Yeah. Like going up against like a Lars Sullivan. I think it would work better against the baby face. So I mean I don't want to say Finn Balor again. Mustafa Ali. Yeah, 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 maybe. It, it confuses him for a child. <laughs> uh Victor Vega just says, uh, I'm a booty warrior. Uh that's nice. Uh <laughs> Swizzle Stick ninety seven says, Luke, I miss your beautiful hair. Also, no. do you think Big E will cost Kofi the title and money in the bank? No, he won't, because he's still injured. So we're not What doing, do you guys think? Not doing a new day heel turn or a new day yeah. split up. We've already done that once tonight. Um I 
I don't actually miss my hair. I'm starting to like this uh, much more now. I like mm. it. This happens much more. Thank I you, like mate. It's really nice to touch. I've had some very nice uh, compliments about it. So a few people did call me a paedophile in the uh, oh. in the comments yesterday. Um, and people just messaged me Baron Corbin uh, yeah. today. Because we both have shaved heads. Ergo, we mm. look exactly the it's same. It's all your fault, Baron Corbin. Well, we've had five suggestions as to who Ollie looks like if you really want to do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I yeah. did ask for them, to be fair. Hit me uh, up. Oh, mate, I mean, he's just got hair. So he mm. looks like a lot of people. Well, you should not, see. Not much. The Hamburglar without his mask. Nice, because of um, the stripy T-shirt. Ryan Reynolds. I think someone was just flirting Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll, t- I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, Eugene. I don't, I don't mm. see it. Well, maybe it's because Eugene had sort of a partial beard like you have. Mm. Maybe that's where people and, got uh, confused. That hairline. Okay. Um, Wonder Ollie. No, I don't look no, no. Like. no. This, this is like the old generico Sami Zayn. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're, they're two different people. Uh, and lastly, another one I think is actually most accurate is Murr or James Murray from the Impractical Jokers. Oh, no, Jokers. that's harsh. That's so I, harsh. I agree. Like people have sent me his picture, and I'm like, yeah, I can, I can see at my ugliest. No, <laughs> dude, I think you're way more handsome than, than Murray. What about some people who have actually paid I mean, you're to chat not, to us? You're so um, so you're not calling as handsome us as names. Cheese, Crazy Lewis says, "My first super chat and my first WrestleRamble live. The joys of study leave at school. Who do you think will win the two Money in the Bank matches?" I'm going Andrade for the men's. Ooh, um, and I'm I have to go Raw for the other one then. Yes. You were going to say Ember, weren't you? No. Well, I was, I was going to say Ember Moon for the women's. I think I said Ember last year. Um, I was Alexa Bliss last year, wasn't I? Yeah. Lars. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I, I don't want him to. Yep. I'm just second guessing. No, no. Remember that WrestleVotes report? We're looking to make, we're trying to not botch it this year. So I'm, I'm going to go with Andrade uh, for the men's and. Naomi for the women's. Also Charlotte. I'm changing. I'm going to say Charlotte so she can keep on getting yeah. those title opportunities. Uh, Devin White says Bailey feels rejuvenated on SmackDown, even though she loses. Uh, yeah, she did feel like she, it was nice to see her sort of back in a singles role again. Mm. Actually, I, I really liked seeing her on SmackDown. Also, I'm going to double down on my Naomi uh, prediction. I think Mattel are going to release like a glow version of the Money in the Bank briefcase that like lights up and stuff. Yeah. That would be gimmick appropriate. I, I, uh, what was the what were you talking about? Bailey. Bailey. Yeah, I, I, so I don't want this Bailey. I want NXT Bailey, Happy Bailey. She seems emo Bailey. This is teenage Bailey. Uh, well, she, her best friend has just like seemingly left her, and like I know, but Robert Rude. <laughs> you can you can change characters up. You haven't you haven't had an issue She's with anyone else. Yeah, <laughs> she needs to grow a moustache. She needs to grow a big old tash. That's what she needs. Um, we've got quite a lot, so I'll try and get them through them. Um, Jobber JJ four nine six says, "Who else feels like?" Top stars on the same level as as uh, Charlotte and uh, so. Becky Lynch. Uh, well, that's the problem. It, it, no one does. Absolutely, no one else in the women's division feels like they're on the same level as Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda. Which is why they should both keep facing each other forever. Uh, Craig Brown and Carl Olsen have just uh, donated with no message. So thank you. Thank very you much very much. Thank you. Uh, Ring Profits Wrestlecast says, should WWE give Bad Boy Finn a chance? Oh, like a heel fin, yeah, but yeah. I, yeah, definitely. I think he needs he, he needs something. Yeah, I, d- I just don't get excited by him. I, d- I'm everyone else who's jumped brands. We'll talk about it later. I just feel like Finn's still on Raw, yeah. even when he's on SmackDown. HP uh, HCP ass assin says question f- question on who's next for the SmackDown Women's Title. More specifically, heels. Uh, there aren't 
many top heels on SmackDown. Mm. Any hopes for Nikki Cross? <clears throat> I mean, he says Nikki, but I'm assuming he means Nikki Cross and not Nikki Bella. Char- uh, yeah. Charlotte Flair, again and again and again. <laughs> I think I've made that quite clear now. Yeah. Uh, Nikki Cross would be a good shout as well. Although, is she a heel? I don't really know. They no, do, they, 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 scary. Is she? She's Scottish. Um, <laughs> Ricky Partridge says, just popping in to drop some coin and compliment Luke on his haircut slash no hat look. Thank you very mm. much. Thank you, bud. Uh, Timonu Zumaki says, what about Sasha Banks winning the Money in the Bank briefcase? Could be her chance for a proper cocky heel run. If, if she comes back, that is. Yeah, the latest report is that they're at, they are at stalemate yeah, and good. Sasha's winning the sit out of their contract. And it almost feels like it's going to be that Neville situation where because Neville sat out at his contract they can just keep sort of artificially extending it freezing it for not freezing it for not working yeah uh sawyer says super chatting from work uh cultaholic (laughs) sorry charlotte acted like she didn't know the rules of triple threat she'd have a point if becky had never beaten charlotte ever but she's done it a lot yeah well i think that's kind of the point of it is she's meant to be this this heel of being like no yeah i mean i'm just ignoring what the rules were like if she had won the match she would have been like i beat both of them Mm. i beat both of them in this because she lost she's like hey i didn't lose i didn't lose the match so i shouldn't have lost my title that's why triple threats are so good for for building who didn't get beaten i think yeah uh, Triple F Gaming, and you should take the second sentence as you will. Uh, Luke, I like your new hair. Turn on Ollie. Ah, uh, I think it's probably with the. Go on, go on. Have a go at turning me on. <laughs> do you want to have a? Do you want to have another master debate against each other? <laughs> well, mate, I was, I was literally just going to do this. Oh. Um, Mr. Biggie eighty seven. Luke reminds me of Aiden English now. <laughs> uh, I saw that one yesterday. And the. HCP Assassin says, Andy or Randy, stop healing up the chat. I haven't actually been healing up today, so I don't know where he's got that from. Um, but guess who's next? Tomo! Yeah, it's Tomo who says, Who do you guys think will be in the men's and women's money in the bank matches? All the whole the whole lineups. <laughs> the whole women's are. roster, basically. Um, yeah, men's um, Andrade, Alistair Black. I can see Ricochet mm. being oh, in Ricochet's there. Oh, Ricochet's got to be in there, yeah. Robert Roode. EC3. No, EC3 is too low down the card. Robert Roode's a good shout. Um, Apollo Crews. Um, Chad mm, Gable. Sheldon Benjamin. Sheldon, yeah. Um, what other mid-carders could be in there? Oh, it could be a good Sammy one. Sami Zayn. Ali. Ali. Yeah, Mustafa Ali is a good shout. Sorry, Ali is a, uh, is a good shout. Mm-hmm. Buddy Murphy. Yes. Great... Buddy Murphy, like, as his debut match on the SmackDown brand is I part of the Money in the Bank. Yeah, Cedric's another shout, yeah. Uh, And and for the women's, it's pretty much the entire other roster. Yeah, everyone who's not involved in other things. A handful more. Let's get through these. Uh, Smackshot707 says, just give Samoa Joe all the belts, including the women's belts. (laughs) (laughs) No, they they all need to go to Charlotte. Uh, (laughs) Do you know what I noticed earlier? You've actually given Luke more kind of equipment to argue with you just because he can point at the screen every single time he wants to argue. You say he gave it to me. This was my idea. That's true, yeah. Uh, Party on Sparty 18. Ollie Davis looks like Kieran Lee. Luke looks like Willard Stenk. If you don't know who Kieran Lee is, Kieran Lee is an adult actor. Oh, uh, and you're very you're famous on touchdown. Brad. Says a footballer here. He, yeah, he plays for Sheffield. Well, he used to play for Sheffield Wednesday, but uh, he is also a uh, a porn star. I don't think I look like him. No, don't see that one at all. But carry on. Uh, and you, Luke, you look like Willard Stenk. I don't know who that is. Willard. Uh, Stink. Next one. Uh, Anton H says Luke's new look is generating heat. 
Corbin Heat, just kidding. Sexy uh, Heat, I think. Uh, Kevin Oh, says, Dr. Wiley. <laughs> oh, no, Dr. Wiley's declared this article is still under destruction. Oh. Oh, I think he's evildoer. Well, let's that's, that's, that's speed through these. Yeah, speed through uh, this. Kevin says, your thought on Lacey, who she said... She will have both titles on her botched or changed plans. Also, I still hate you, Andy. That that was a botched line, I yeah. think. Or not, or maybe just like they just didn't think about Which it. Which line was that, sorry? Uh, about Lacey having both belts. Oh, yeah, I think yeah, it's, it's just a botched line. Uh, Obviously, it's just for one belt. Uh, Craig Brown says, Ollie, where's the beret, garlic necklace, and the moustache? Stripey jumper. I left my beret back in 2008. <laughs> where I wore it all the time. It was a raspberry year. beret, if I remember mm. correctly. Uh, Jeb says, and this is an unconfirmed report we haven't seen this anywhere else but there was people tweeting saying RIP the audience member who died during Smackdown yeah I saw someone tweet this morning saying they were getting CPR like before the show actually started I I don't know if they died or anything like that but yeah unconfirmed reports have said that they had if that happened then yes definitely Uh, that's very sad uh, Jay-Z has come in with a very nice donation to say two questions gent what are the odds that Becky loses both belts at Money in the Bank uh, and do you think Big O's heel turn was too quick thanks for your hard work that's just for Randy oh he, he spelled pretty much everything wrong but then he said at the end that was for you <laughs> okay. excellent uh, that's good trolling <laughs> no and yes yes oh yes to both no uh, uh, no to you uh, yes to you so no, no, she won't lose both belts. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Kevin Owens was turning too was too soon. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No. No. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Last one before we uh, get on to the next bit. Uh, Michael Williams says, who do you think should be the 2K20 cover star? Oh, yeah. Uh, um, CM Punk. Uh, Becky Lynch. It's usually a, a, a legend or a... Oh, no, that's like the bonus, isn't it? Yeah. They've run out of people, really, Probably to bring Becky. back. Yeah, Becky. Um, um, yeah, I don't know who the the DLC star uh, would be. Oops, lost my microphone then. Well, uh, right, so let's let's start the show. Um, Shane McMahon came out to open the show, so I guess he is still a SmackDown guy. Yeah, and I guess his feud with Miz is over. And you were sitting there going, "No, no, it's what? Shane is an omni omni shambles. He'll be an on both." Well, you'd, you'd think that the feud with Miz would continue, right after the after the WrestleMania finish, but I think he's already moved on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So it's a shame for that Miz dad thing. Yeah, Shane's. I like. I said that the title should be Roman versus Shane because oh, yeah. that, that's where I think this is going. One hundred percent. That's, that's yeah. our SummerSlam match, I reckon. Yeah, I. So I, I said this in the review, but like <laughs> Elias versus, excuse me, Elias versus Roman is like a really disappointing first feud for Roman on SmackDown, considering that Elias was a Raw guy, and this yeah. feels like just a Raw match on a different with different background. But it's just a stepping stone to get to Shane versus Roman, which is a much, much bigger match. And I think it's a, it's a, it's a really good way to, to do it. But SummerSlam's too far away. I've just realized where they're doing it. What's the next pay-per-view after Money in the Bank? Is Saudi it? Arabia. You think they're going to Shane, Roman, and Saudi Arabia? Are. The last oh. time they saw Shane, he was the best in the world. That's right, yeah. He won the trophy. Yeah, maybe you're right. Oh, God damn it. Uh, But what happened here, Shane McMahon came out. He got a lot of heat, actually. This this was good because he started talking about how Reigns beat up his father last week. And Vince is a national treasure. It's like defacing the American flag or 
ruining Mount Mushmore. Yeah. He also had this amazing line where he said, what sort of person puts their hands on another man's father? Mm, yeah. That was a great heel line. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, who, for, for someone who, of course, missed dad and has beaten up his own father famously <laughs> many, many times yeah. in excellent matches at he WrestleMania. He has had his head up his father's buttocks. <laughs> uh, but the... Shane says, well, should I fine him? Should I suspend him? Should I fire him? And the the crowd were like, no, don't do that. Yeah. They were cheering for Roman, which is really positive. I'm not sure if this is, like you said, if Elias and Shane as a combo is the best next thing for Roman because you want loads of momentum, but maybe it'll work out. And Roman comes out to answer this because Shane calls him out to mano a mano. And awesomely, Roman just gets in a ring with a mic, looks at Shane across the ring and just throws the mic away. And Shane, being the legit tough guy he is, also throws his mic away. He's the best in the world. Um, and it looks like they're about to get into a scuffle. Elias runs down and causes a distraction. And then he and Shane uh, beat him up two on one. So they're now best buds. They're now like a good little heel duo. And it felt like Shane legit loves hanging out with Elias. Like When they were in those little backstage segments, mm. they felt like two best friends. Yeah, I'm... If if you told me a couple of weeks ago, oh yeah, after WrestleMania, we're going to get a Shane and Elias program against Roman Reigns on SmackDown, I would have, I would have been so down on that. Yeah. But I, I, Shane and Elias have something. Just in the in the little glimpses that we've seen so far, yeah. they have some form of chemistry. So I'm excited to see. Uh, but and this is nitpicking, but I did find it a bit laughable that Roman has overcome so many odds so greater, like the entire raw undercard piling on him. But Elias and Shane McMahon... But the thing is you're missing there is none of that raw undercard is the best in the world. Exactly, that's, that's a good point. Um, and yeah, and Shane and Elias are backstage afterwards are just congratulating each other, going, yeah, that was a good beatdown, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, bragging about it. it and great. Shane is so sweaty. <laughs> he is he is melting in water. He is so sweaty. <laughs> Brock Lesnar looks up and goes like, mate, you need to... Settle down a little bit. Bobby Lashley's looking at Shane going, I think he got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want a towel? Yeah. Then we got some very good news for the <coughs> evening, which is uh, I, I thought this wasn't going to happen. Kevin Owens has joined New Day officially. He is the big O. And I was like, good, excellent, very good. We can continue this storyline. Very, very thrilled for this. For a few months at least. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, this will be really good until Big E comes back. Can't wait to see this continue. And they did a little recap of yep. the, the New Day and Big O stuff last week because, of course, Big E's out injured. And they had a, during this interview segment, because Dasher? Co uh, no, Kofi. Uh, Kayla Braxton, I thought it was. Oh, I thought it was Dasher. I said Dasher in the review. Ooh. Um, well, I think it's Kayla. I don't think it's Kayla. I think it's Kayla. I, on, we'll, we'll pick up what the chats. I know you're not listening to us, but if you can uh, keep an eye out, we, we can't decide whether it's Dasher or Kayla. Okay. I think it's this Dasher. needs to be answered. <laughs> we'll know in about 25 seconds. Thank later. you. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I, it's Dasher interviewing Kofi backstage or Kayla. or Kayla, and he says the champion. It feels good to be champion. But my favorite thing about this is they kind of pulled back, and Kofi Kingston, Wait, uh, sorry, Xavier Woods. Dasher got fired. <gasps> Oh no! Oh no! I'm still not certain that's Kayla Braxton though. Now you have to say Charlotte Flair versus Becky <laughs> is a good idea. Um, yeah, Kofi's about how his champion Xavier Woods jumps in and says like, "Yeah, we've made uh, Kevin Owens a full-time member of the group." My favorite moment of this though is Kevin Owens jumps in and says, "Yeah, I was just standing there the whole time." <laughs> yeah, 
They have such good chemistry. I can't wait to see many months of this. Just months of months of them taking the piss out of how bad WWE staging is in their backstage interviews. Lots of fun to be had with this trio. Uh, Then we got Finn Balor versus Andrade. A rematch from last week's Raw. (laughs) Yeah, from Raw because Andrade and Zelina Vega have moved over to SmackDown. uh, Moved back to SmackDown. Moved back to SmackDown. And Vega at least tried to retcon this in a in a pre-match interview, which I thought was quite good, where she said, Balor tried to escape us by moving the SmackDown. So I thought, oh, okay, that's... it's a, At least it's something. So many trades are just made with no explanation at all. Who is in control? <clears throat> yeah, so I, I'm just going to hang on to this morsel of logic. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with it. But uh, these two had a match that was good... Um, it wasn't as good as their match last week. No, no, we didn't have a, a shrink screen ad break in the middle. I think they went through two commercial breaks on Raw. Yeah, um, and, and actually, we were talking about this last week about how good Vega is at doing these distraction spots to make it look like Andrade still wins on his own. He's, he doesn't win because of the help. But in this one, she literally got up onto the top rope, dove towards Balor. Balor ducked, so Andrade caught her, put her down, ate a drop kick and a coup de grace, and Balor won. So... He's already in a 50-50 program here. This was a rubbish finish. Yeah. Because you're you're Zelina Vega. You want obviously you want your client to beat Finn Balor. He's the Intercontinental Champion. Surely that will set up a title match. That's usually how it goes. You beat the champion, you get a title match. <coughs> how is that going to happen if you're cheating in full view of the referee? Like, what? she couldn't be more obvious when she's on the top rope and the referee is just standing at the side looking at this whole scene unfolding. If she hits that move on Finn Balor on, and it's a crossbody, it's a DQ. Yeah. So I just have no idea what she was trying to get out of this. There's a photo on WWE.com when Balor's hitting the dropkick and she's still in the ring with her hands in the air going like, oh, no. <laughs> like, what did you think was going to happen? I, I thought this was this was rubbish. It was Andy's rubbish. keen to it say It was Kayla Braxton. Really? Mm. I thought Kayla... Different haircut. I and thought I think Ka- a bit is more, that what it is? A bit more tan. I thought Kayla Braxton looked like a totally different person. They all look the same. How? <laughs> <laughs> no, I... I well, I, yeah, in which case, I am very much wrong on that mm. one. Um, then we had another backstage bit with Elias. He's sitting on the back boot part oh, of I was limo. Thi- I was thinking of Jojo. They all look the same to you. Yeah. These WWE robotic interviewers. Yeah. Uh, Elias is sitting on the back of a limo and he's he's singing a song. And in this song, he challenges Roman to a match at Money in the Bank. I thought this was very good. Yeah. I'm. I, it gets him out from doing this in front of the live crowd, eating up time that SmackDown doesn't really have. So actually doing this in backstage segments, Thumbs up. Mm. Thumbs and, up. And then Shane jumps into the shot. And he's like, that was really good, man. Let's get in the limo. And they get in the limo and they drive away. That was great. I like this idea of rich kid Shane befriending yeah. a wrestler. And they're just thick as thieves. This has got potential. This has got potential. Absolutely, yeah. What doesn't have potential <sighs> is the Iconics, unfortunately. Yeah, so... Since winning the belts, the Iconics have only won one match, and that was against the Brooklyn Bells. They've lost on every show, so that's now five shows in a row. That only in singles won. matches, though. No, they lost tag matches. Oh, okay. <laughs> they lost against Naomi and Bailey on yeah. the Raw After Mania, okay. um, and lost last week to. Did they lose to last week? 
I can't remember. They, they keep losing, is, mm. the, is the point. And it almost feels like now they're becoming a backdrop to a new feud between Asuka and Kairi Sane against Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. So even though they're the champions, they are a third wheel in a feud between two other people. It was the eight-woman tag last week. Thank yeah. you very much, yeah. Dasson. Um, so they came out. I really enjoyed their promo saying that they're not superheroes. They're super lamos. Yeah. Just brilliantly rubbish. So terrible. I loved it. You could hear the, the groan yeah, as well from the so audience. Good. She calls like, and it was such a tortured setup. Yeah. Hey, Paige, you look like Nick, Nick Fury. Fury. <laughs> she doesn't. She, she couldn't be whiter. She's the most palest person on the roster. So good. And, and, it, and she says uh, that, that they try to pronounce Kyrie Sane, which yeah. I have trouble with. Carrie? Yeah, is, is it Carrie? Carrie Sane. Carrie Sane. So the reason that Peyton was pinned last week is because she was dehydrated, but this time she's drunk a gallon of water. And I keep coming back to what you said. They feel like Edge and Christian, mm. like a really good comedy act, but you take seriously because they win matches and win titles and feel like a legit tag team. These just come out, feel like a comedy team, and then lose all the time. Yeah. This and, isn't going to get them over. And there's no real... Like, they should... They're not impressive in the ring. I think that's quite clear. So you just have them be smarter than everyone else. They have loads of heel ways that they can win that doesn't rely on their wrestling ability. Also, and I would argue as well that people say like, oh yeah, but they're terrible in the ring. They keep having sub one minute matches. Like it's very hard to show off that you can wrestle when you're only wrestling for 90 seconds at a time in matches where you do three moves and then you lose. Yeah, well, that, that's what happened here. Carrie Sane beat Royce in a minute. Absolute rubbish. So rubbish. This yeah. was very bad. And then, so before, earlier in the day, uh, that, that before this match started, they had a little, here's what happened earlier. And it was Mandy Rose and, and Sonya Deville. Did you already talk about this? Uh, I said they'd become a backdrop. Yeah, they had yeah, this yeah. www.com article. Yeah, yeah and, right, and like uh, Rose and Deville are just saying, oh, we're too good for you now, Paige. So that's a feud. So then Rose and Deville come out after... Sane as one, stand there, and then Jinder Mahal comes out, and they, that's the next segment. They did clap. They were clapping like sarcastically, being like, ooh, well done you. Mm, yeah. Well, it still didn't work for mm. me as a as a sort of layout for a TV show. Jinder Mahal comes out, then we get an Alistair Black promo. Yeah. Just have the <laughs> Alistair Black promo, then have Jinder Mahal come out. Yeah. I am um, I, I liked this Alistair Black, uh, Black promo. However, mm. I do not want this to turn into Bray Wyatt promos because that was what I was getting from this, where you just say stuff that sounds cool and ominous, but doesn't have a lot of substance behind it. And at the end of it, you're like, I mean, yeah, it was delivered well and it was cool, but no idea what he's talking about. I like how they got over that his last name's Black and the backdrop was black. And he's wearing a black and he was wearing a black shirt. <laughs> Mm. Uh, I can't explain the complexity of my tragic character. <laughs> he did deliver it well. Yeah, exactly. He, but Bray Wyatt always delivered them well as well. But after a while, you, I would just write notes where it was like Bray cut spooky promo. So this, this wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. This was, this was just a thing, and that worries me because they. This is obviously a late change to use. Alistair as a solo act whatever plans they had for him was on Raw with Ricochet so this is a late change and they've come up with this and that generally doesn't go well in the long run 
when WWE just come up with yeah. stuff on the fly. Have you seen that video that he did online where he's calling out Woods and Kofi Kingston no. um, for some video game thing? It's tremendous. Mm. It's great. Because he is actually a very, very good promo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this didn't particularly work for me. Uh, but Jinder Mahal's in the ring by now. And uh, Chad Gable... Oh, Jinder Mahal's on SmackDown now. Yeah. Because the Superstar, Superstar Shake-Up is still happening. Yeah. So despite them saying last week, by the end of SmackDown, you will know for sure who is on what brand. There are still question marks hanging over all of this. I'm more confused. <laughs> I'm so confused. So Chad Gable comes out. I'll be willing to be surprised if Robert Roode's here next week. Mm. And uh, I, I was like, okay, Chad Gable's coming out. Wicked. Now we're going to get the Chad Gable push. But he's jumped by Lars Sullivan. He, Lars gets in the ring. Jinder runs away. Lars beats up the Singh brothers. Our truth comes out. Maybe that's going to be his first match because they've been having a lot of interaction. I'm guessing so as well. Uh, but Lars beats him up too. And yeah, I like the running powerbomb as a finish. Um, but I, I feel like we need to see something now. There's no meat to this. It's just him coming out and doing spots. It's like Sami Zayn. I think if next week I want to see him do something now yeah. rather than just cut a promo on the crowd. I think he'll um, beat Chad Gable in a match next week. Okay, great. Then we got the Roman backstage interview where he accepted with Kayla the Braxton. Elias challenge. Yes, with Kayla Braxton. Then we got the Charlotte so Becky stuff. I cannot wait for that Money in the Bank match that will go 10 minutes and it will be 90% chin locks. And then Uwa come back, Roman wins. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, it's not going to be anything else, is it? Uh, yeah, but then we got all the Charlotte Becky stuff and Bailey, And then we got the same Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt promo that we got on Raw. And this watch through did confirm for me that it was Abby the Witch is the name. Ah, as in Sister Abigail. So Sister Abigail. Yeah. Uh, which How makes... did I get Penny? Well, I th no, you said it was Poppy. Poppy. I thought it was Penny. It did sound like Penny when I first watched it, and then a few people, a few people came to me on Twitter with completely different names. And then a few people were saying like, well, "You're an effing idiot." It's clearly Abby. No, it's Richard. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, it is Abby. Okay. I was just very disappointed that this was the exact same promo that was on Raw. I I was more disappointed with it being cut to the crowd. Did you get that? Yeah. There was so twice they weirdly cut to the crowd. And at first I thought, oh, okay, that was just a production error because the crowd is silent and you couldn't hear the, the video either. But then they did it again uh, when Mercy came out of the box and when he chops the cutout in two. So, yeah, yeah that, was, that was weird staging. I, I would have preferred just not have any promo. Like, just run the promos for what brand he's going to be on because I don't want to see this stuff over and over again. But I don't think they know. No. no they clearly right. haven't made a decision as to what brand he's on yet. Same with Nikki Cross. They just haven't made it. Because we thought, oh, that would be a storyline for Nikki, I guess, then, is that she's so crazy, you can't put her on one brand. Mm. But we haven't seen her, so we don't know. She's just not on a brand. Uh, on, on Raw, it just cut back to the arena after that promo, and Michael Cole went, what the? This time, Byron Saxton at least referenced it. But this was not good, Byron Saxton. He said, part of him feels scared, but part of him feels warm and fuzzy after watching that. None of that. None of that made me feel warm and fuzzy. Well, he was happy. Yeah, in a sort of psychotically happy way. Well, Byron Saxton does have childlike like uh, ignorance, I suppose. Innocence. Uh, but our main event was Kofi Kingston taking on Shinsuke Nakamura. 
the big O, Kevin Owens, did the New Day intro backstage at the start. I, I just love, love this act. At least we've got another couple of months of it Yeah, yet. they've struck gold here. Who yeah. would have thought it? They've taken lemons and turned it into lemonade yeah. with Ab- Big E's injury. Absolutely. And they were there to do commentary as well, which they kept coming back to. I liked how uh, Xavier Wood said... You're a former WWE champion. He said, Max, you're a former Universal champion, but it's an easy mistake to make. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, they're very witty guys, yeah. both of them. So it was very funny. They to look hear like that. they're having fun as well. Yeah. So you hope they can have more fun in the next couple of months. At least. At least. Uh, and Rusev and Lana were down with Shinsuke Nakamura because yeah. that's still an act. Be- oh, barely there. Rusev not doing any acting whatsoever. Like he no. was, he was, a, he was statuesque. He used up all his acting on KO's stunner last week, <laughs> where he flips forward. Uh, but he did look really dapper in his suit. Look great. Oh, he looked great. Um, but yeah, this was the crowd were really into Kofi, so that's good. And I thought, I thought this match was pretty damn decent. Really? Yeah. I thought it was pretty boring. Huh? I thought it went. <laughs> I thought it went quite long. I didn't think there was much to it. I wasn't keen on it. I, maybe it's just because I'm really into Kofi. Uh, way more than I expected I would be it's, it's taken me by surprising but it's taken me by surprise mm. and Kofi like there was all these really nice spots where Kofi flipped out of a monkey flip from Shinsuke and then he did like Nakamura's come on but like he landed that, yeah. off that perfectly yeah, nice. uh, there was the SOS but Rusev oh that was the finish that's the finish uh, there was the, the Kinshasa from Nakamura and Kofi turned it into the, the double stomp yeah. which was a really stiff landing uh, but then, yeah, the finish was Kofi hitting the SOS. So the problem there is that what you just explained was like the last minute of the match, whereas the other 10 was just Nakamura very, very slowly beating down Kofi. And it was like Nakamura was moving at a snail's pace. Mm. He was glacial mm. in his beatdown. And it was it went on for a while. It felt like they had laid out a five-minute match, but realized that actually runs short and they needed a 10-minute match. But they didn't want to add any more spots in. So we just, we'll just do the same five-minute match, but we'll just spread it out over ten. Oh, I quite liked it. Maybe I was also into the, the commentary. Mm. I don't know. I was I was into it. Uh, but yeah, the finish was Kofi hitting the SOS. Rusev breaks up the pin so no one actually loses or wins. And then Woods and KO rush the, the ring. They take out Rusev because this act's going to be together forever. Kofi takes out Nakamura. But then Kevin Owens super kicks... Uh, Kofi, yeah, really quickly. Turns heel, tears off his T-shirt to reveal he's wearing a Kevin Owens T-shirt underneath. This sack has only been together for seven days. And it felt, it feels too soon to have Mm. done this. Um, And I also think that we have not had enough of Kevin Owens as a baby face for the heel turn to then feel effective. Because he came yeah. back as a babyface in February, and it's only it's two months later, and he was missing for about a month of that because he had no WrestleMania storyline. Mm. So we've only seen him as a babyface for a, a handful of weeks, and now we're meant to be like, oh, well, boo, now he's a heel again. It, 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 I thought it was too soon. I agree. I thought there was so much potential here. Uh, the beatdown was good. Like KO did look good. Uh, he, he also gave Woods a pop-up powerbomb on the apron. I loved actually that spot. He went to go give it to Kofi. And then Xavier Woods like, dives through the ropes and then just to save his friend, to save mm. his best friend, Kofi Kingston. So Kevin Owens just grabs him, powerbombs him on the apron. And you get like, that brilliant shot of Kofi and uh, Kevin Owens just staring down at each other. Also, cameo from Sanjay Dutt. Where? He was one of the producers that was back uh, down like helping oh, well. up uh, Xavier Woods. <laughs> I was like, ah, Sanjay. Uh, but yeah, the, the, I think it's quite definite that 
this this act has been broken up way too soon. Yeah. It's, a, it's a real shame. We, we were so high on it last week and they did exactly what they thought we thought the worst case scenario would be. Yeah, last week I said, I don't think this act is going to be a thing. I think this feels very house show. It feels like yeah, Dean, Ambrose, for Montreal. Dean Ambrose is the uh, GM for this week, but it, it felt like it actually genuinely like, legit got over. Mm. And I think I said to you last week, I was like, I hope that it's in place next week because you're so, so into this. Yeah, I'm so sad for you that not only did it continue, but it got broken up so, so quickly. It's a real shame. Real, real shame. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, so should what, we, what did you think of the show, though? Oh, for the show overall, I thought it was pretty solid. Like, this was a solid episode. You, you got some big talking points coming out of it. Um, it built money in the bank. Uh, the KO thing, although way too soon, wasn't terrible. I just thought it left a lot on the table. Like, it's actually quite exciting. And KO versus Kofi is a good first feud, especially with the motivation of KO, I guess, feels like he was cheated out of that main event scene on the build-up to WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, so I give it a solid... Average. Smack bang in the middle. Uh, I went for a smack in the face. No, I'm kidding. I said smacktastic. Of course, I didn't, say that. <laughs> of course I didn't say that. I'm not mad. Yeah, you can't give can't smack say, down that. They're crucified. I'd feel I'm scared when I give it a smack bang in the middle. Mm. I gave it smacktastic because I thought that the Charlotte Bailey match was so great. I really, yeah. really enjoyed it. Despite the fact I'm, I didn't like the finish. I said I liked the finish. I didn't like who came out the winner. I thought the match was so, so great, and I really enjoyed their promo segment as well. And I thought the Kevin Owens heel turn, although it was too soon, it actually was a really, really good beatdown. And mm. I thought Kevin Owens was excellent. I thought Kofi was brilliant as well. So I think the two big talking points of the show, and I actually also think that Roman versus Shane is like a really, really good match for yeah. SummerSlam. Not for the Saudi show, like you've spoiled everything now. Um, so yeah, so I, there was a lot I was into. I didn't like the Carrie Sane thing, though. Well, the Iconics losing more, anything, anything. Let's have some su- 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 super chats. James Litterick is the first one to say, what do you think Samoa Joe should do next? Well, it's a feud with Braun Strowman. Uh, well, yeah, no, really, the answer is to lose more, to get pinned more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, Braun Strowman. I think, yeah, that would be a good big meat man match for, for a belt. Uh, Denzel Vance says, Elise will win Money in the Bank. I don't know who... Elias. Elias, okay. Sorry, Denzel. Um, Blake Carpenter says... Luke, looking good, brother. Thanks, man. The craftsman. The craftsman. And he would know, because he's craftsy. Mm. Oil, say my gimmick name correctly, or I'll request my release from the Pledge Hammers via Twitter. What, what's what's his name? Is he just the carpenter? Oh, oh, craft- oh, uh, that, oh, oh I thought you were right, saying that was another... Was, I thought you were saying it was a, as a All new right. comment was starting. No, 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 no. Yeah, because... Crafty you're... Blake, <laughs> the carpenter. Man. Yeah, the carpenter man. There you go. <laughs> Um, Victor Vega says Psycho Sid will win Money in the Bank. So it's an outside pick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's alive. So Ells- yeah. James Ellsworth once won the first women's Money in the Bank. Yeah. So could always happen. Things. Yeah. Uh, Triple F Gaming says you guys were asked a question a while ago about the best intergender matches. I think heel Charlotte versus AJ or Seth. Hmm. Yeah, I. Well, yeah, Eli that. Drake over here thinks that... Uh, <laughs> not in WWE. He, he thinks that uh, women are weak, feeble morons and could never match up to the might of a genuine man uh, and therefore no match is ever good. All I have is science on my side. <laughs> so, uh, Robert Caruso, great work and a two-swath to Luke and Slim Tugboat. 
He's over here. He's wearing a sailor's t-shirt. Oh, right. Ah, so that's me. Okay. Yeah. The... But thank you very much. This is, this is on trend. Stripes are on trend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. How mm. is the Navy? In the Navy. <laughs> it's <Ivanity>. fabulous. <laughs> uh... Adam Pearson, who is one of my biggest fans on Twitter, and also he was on Celebrity Pointless the other day. What? what? So I, he's he's a broadcaster and stuff like that. Um, ah. So he, I tweeted him because he often tweets me, and he agreed to take me on there next time they uh, they do it. So oh, there you go. Wow. Pointless cool. is a great show. And then we went and we agreed to go on Strictly after that. So. Amazing. In the crowd, you mean? Or as a contestant? No, 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 as a contestant. I, I mean, I'm definitely famous enough. Yeah. I mean, have you seen some of the people they put on Celebrity Pointless? It's Yeah, I mean, but but even... <laughs> I think he's actually coming to our um, uh, show as well, the, uh, the May oh, 7th sweet. show in the, oh, uh, the Prince Adam Charles. Pearson. Yeah. He does stuff on the, on the science BBC shows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, so did you have a question? <laughs> yeah, he did. Sorry, I got too caught up in my own fame. Uh, which finisher would you least like to take? Powerbomb. I there's something the, the last right. That's what I was gonna say. You go up so high. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. Yeah. And it feels like Undertaker has got very little regard for how you land. Yeah. 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 yeah last right power bomb. Uh, muscle Buster. Uh, Magnus Bernstrom says He's also a play from Norway. Uh, Buddy Murphy said in an interview that his dream match would be versus Andrade. Heel versus heel. Mm. I don't care. Book it. Buddy Murphy, face or heel in the future. I think Buddy's a great heel, but... Um, Tweener. Yeah, Tweener's quite I think, good. Yeah, he's, he's definitely... I mean, he faced Tony Nese at WrestleMania. I think he is very much in that Tweener mould. Well, I think Tony Face when... Tony Face. Tony Face when in there Tony is the Nese. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, another Super Chat question. Uh, Lucy's Eyebrows, just Lucy's Eyebrows, says, are we seeing a more fierce Bailey character? I feel that's where they've been going. Yeah, yeah. I, I would certainly say so, yeah. She she was quite vicious in her Raw match with Alexa Bliss after Mania, and she hasn't she hasn't smiled. She, it feels like she's lost her smile. <laughs> she's emo Bailey right now, I she, fear. She wants to just drop a title because she doesn't want to lose to Brett. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, the Iconics. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Jacob O'Keefe says, do you think Bray's character will be him crisscrossing between both characters like he's fighting with himself? Huh. Yeah, I you mean, don't that's... you don't want this to be like a dual personality thing. That's one way they could ruin it. There are yeah. so many ways to ruin this idea. I just want him to be Dave Benson Phillips, but with a very psychotic edge. Dave Benson Phillips? You remember the TV children's what, presenter the... from Dave Benson Phillips? The, from uh, Get Your Own Back? Yeah, Get Your Own Back. <laughs> what? I can't children... Oh, you mean because of the jumper? Well, that and just yeah. like... He's a big happy children's presenter, but with a really mean edge. Yeah, I, 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 I think hopefully. I could have said Pat Sharp. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think they'll they'll more they'll more do that. These skits, these segments, will slowly break down, and you'll see this new character. I don't think he's going to come down wearing cardigans and stuff. Mm. Yeah, I don't think what we saw on Monday and and Tuesday will be what we see in the ring eventually. Yeah. Uh, JobberJJ496 says, is Reigns the new Austin going up against the McMahons? No, they did that years ago. When so he, remember, he actually had a feud with Vince. That's true. Yeah. yeah. They're, and yeah, they're doing it again. Yeah. This is this is Vince. He punched Vince in the face last week. Shane's there. Yeah. Yeah. Guess who's next? Tomo. Tomo says, have you guys had those super kick lessons yet? No, super click. 
Uh, yeah, well, well, we're great at super clicking. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not the super kick part of it. No, I'm pretty sure Matt's going to get in touch with me at some point uh, to, to let me know uh, how it's done. Um, but we'll, you know, we'll have to wait and see. My jeans are quite tight, so I can't get the gro- the groin stretch up. That's that's, that's what's preventing me. Otherwise, I'll be yeah. all over it. I'm also I've been quite dehydrated. Um, I've been so. saying, drink water. It's hot. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um, and he just smacked his own butt there <laughs> to serve for those who didn't see him on camera. Um, HP HCP ass ass in says, do you think bringing back a more twisted version of Bolive Dallas to join Bray could add to the gimmick, or do you think Bray should be solo? I'm I'm saying Bray solo at the moment. Plus, you don't want to split up the B team. Yes, Bo Dallas, make him make him a thing with Bray. Yes, I'm more into the idea of Bo Dallas than I am Eric Young and Nikki Cross. Bo Wyatt. Got a ring to it. <laughs> Wyatt. Uh, Jepersonen says, I think they needed KO against Kofi because Daniel Bryan is out of action. For yeah. good? Oh, yeah. I, hope yeah. I don't like that question mark. I, I don't like that. But uh, that is the worry, really, isn't it? If they're keeping it so closely mm. guarded secret and they're not saying anything. Yeah. That, although I don't like that they've, they've botched, not botched, but left rushed. so much potential. Yeah, rushed it. Uh, Big E's injured, Jeff Hardy's injured, Daniel Bryan's potentially injured. Like SmackDown need a challenger for Kofi. They need to heal. Yeah. Like because like apart from Randy Orton, they didn't have any. We said this after the Superstar Shakeup that they didn't have any big heels. Randy would be sort of perfect though. Yeah. Considering his role in the whole Kingston storyline. Mm-hmm. Tomo says Ollie Davis versus Randy Detson in a hair versus hair match. Make it happen. Also looking good, Luke. Thanks, bud. Um, I yeah. think I think I'm going over in that one because Randy's got a lot more time left <laughs> with his hair. Yeah, mm. Randy's receding hairline is like it's covering it pretty well. Like I think you're doing all right, actually. The thing is, it's been like this since I was like 16, so it's not really receding, yeah. but I've, it's, it's, I've just got the far line. back. Yeah. You're just gonna, yeah. you're just gonna sort of five massive head. forehead. Yeah, five, five heads. Head. Yeah. Um, Screen movies on it. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I. I I had very much a similar thing to you. Apart from I was just losing at the back as well and towards the front. So I was kind of like I was like parting waves that were coming towards you. Were uh, you were Germany in 1944 when they had to fight on both fronts? Touchdown. Yeah. Sean Turner says my idea for Bailey is make her happy, build her up, and bury her hard so she doesn't come back <laughs> in six months uh, and becomes the female sting. Ah, nice. I thought that was basically like, I think she's rubbish and I don't want her to win at all. Ba- yeah, Bailey is the a... female stink. That's actually, <laughs> no. that's inspired. I no, love that. Oh, no, I love it. Yeah, that's great. You mean female surface sting? Well, no, because she already is female surface sting. Not at the moment. She? She's emo, Bailey. Oh, yeah. Okay, but this is the transition now. Oh, no. Because she was like. I don't like it. I love. Yes. No, Ooh. that's great. It's not broke. Uh, <laughs> Sean Turner again says, no, no, no. KO turned hell. Sorry, turned heel too fast. I saw potential. You and me both, yeah, mate. Yeah, you yeah. and us both. Uh, Jordan Shretien. As a nice donation to say hi, Luke, Ollie, and Randy. Do you think the winner of the Roman match will enter the Money in the Bank ladder match afterwards? Nah, they've got other mid-carders to put in there. Yeah, yeah especially with, with both brands, rosters. Yeah, you, you don't want to double up. Agreed. Victor Vega says, I used to date Becky and Charlotte. Mm-hmm. But, cool. 
Congrats. Um, Aaron Strasberg says Bray versus Eric Young. Bray wins and becomes the leader of Sanity to make them relative again. Sanity have disbanded. No more. Calm down. Alexander Wilson, he's part of Ring Camp for now on, on NXT UK. Well, they've got a new name. I can't remember what it is. In, Invictus. In, is that what it is? I think yeah. so. Or Imperium. Cool. Sorry, as I said, that was cool. No, no, I was wondering where you what it was. I thought you knew. No, 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 no. I thought if it's Victus, that's quite it's cool. It's either Invictus or Imperium. Um, but yeah, so he's now part of uh, Ring Camp in NXT UK. Invictus is a male... Uh, it's Imperium. I use Invictus because it smells delightful. Cool. Um, yeah, and... Killian Dane, I think, is still a part of SmackDown. So yeah. yeah, Sanity is no more. How many more we got, Andy? Uh, two. Cool. Uh, cool. Sean Turner says, "If God forbid Corbin gets injured, I better see a an Ollie skit of him leaving the pull of Baron Corbin's mid card vortex. Been following for two years. Ah, I and see. So I come back you, up. You can maybe escape yeah. it. I don't want anyone to get injured. Absolutely though. not. I just no. want them to be effectively booked in the position their talent requires. Uh, Triple F Gaming says, uh, "Tomo, let me hold a dollar." And that's probably in reference to all of Tomo's lovely donations. Uh, and would you look lo- at lastly? Would you like three people who apparently look like me? Yes. Go on then. Um, Jesse Pinkman from. Uh, the uh, Breaking, Breaking Bad, Bad. Uh, so Aaron Paul yep um, um, well, he's got a shaved head oh that's he's not always like that oh okay uh, Tyler Bate someone said I don't hey I <laughs> see Tyler Bate well they, they've both got blonde hair so mm. I think no, that, there's that's... something in the face yeah well I, another one I get is Drake Maverick quite a lot if someone um, squished your face you could be Tyler Bate yeah I mean I'm looking at Tyler Bate now and I, I don't no see no not in, not in body Luke no. no no even just in face I don't see it aside from the fact they both have blonde I'm hair I'm quite a lot taller than Tyler Bate as well I, met I think him. a lot of people are more taller yeah. than Tyler Bate uh, well <laughs> And lastly is Matt Smith, the eleventh Doctor Who, because of the big head and I guess the hairline. You've but... got it. You've got the right head shape. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, let's go through this because I do have some emails that I want to read out as well before we get out of here. Oh, we're, we're not getting onto those. Oh, no, oh, there, well, are four, gonna... there are forty replies. Okay, well I'm going to apologise then to uh, Jake. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Maybe we can get onto them. So the big guy. Is what he goes by now, Ryback. Although he has legally changed his name to Ryback. The Ryback, I believe. The Ryback. Yep, he wrote uh, a self-help book and everything. Yep, released from WWE or... No, I think he walked out on WWE. Tried to get fired for quite a long time. Yeah, he was a big fan of The Secret. Oh, okay, yeah, the Oprah self-help book. Yes. Where you try and manifest something out there by believing in a grander scheme of the universe absolutely yeah he um would write on his board uh because this is in his self-help book which i know via the attitude era podcast they did a big review of it for their patreon um where (laughs) he wrote down one of his big dreams that he's going to make happen is beating brock lesnar for the universal championship at wrestlemania and so he's written that on a board now so he's going to make that happen pending Uh, so yeah, he's he, he was released from WWE I think in 2014-15. He has since gone on to find a nutrition brand. He's like you said, written a self-help book. He's got a podcast, Conversations with the Big Guy, where he routinely says very controversial things uh, about an all, all manner of subjects. And in the same way as you know, my personal trainer claimed to have come up with the. The kiss tattoo on the neck thing, or in Austin Powers, he would say insane things, like he invented the question mark, <laughs> or whatever it was. Uh, but Ryback claims to have invented the shield. 
He claims to have come up with the idea for loads of plans in WWE that have since been stolen from him. Yes. Uh, I think that he is a man. I'm giving him perhaps more credit. I think he is saying things because he knows people will talk about it. But I think that's also the wrong attitude to take. Saying things that make you sound like an idiot just so people talk about you. He's in the shock business. Yeah. Yeah. But but all... But has also missed the point of being in the shock business. Maybe not, maybe not. I think Eric Bischoff, for all of his faults, has got the shock business down. Like him just making up stuff on 83 weeks has made him relevant again. And people are just buying into what he says. But I don't think people are... When Ryback says, I created the shield, I don't think anyone's going like, well, I better listen to Ryback's podcast and see what else he invented. Well... He is one of the only people to ever get back to me on Twitter, <laughs> so I do have an affinity for the guy. Plus, I always, I always loved Ryback as a wrestler. I think he, he was very not underrated because you know he, he had his limits, mm-hmm. but as as a character and to have that sort of explosive Goldberg style offense, I was a big fan. Anyway, he did an AMA on Reddit, which is where anyone can ask him anything, and he'll reply to the question on Reddit. Problem was. He wasn't replying to the question, he was just posting. So on this Reddit thread, there are just random answers from Reddit and everyone's like, what was, what's the question? (laughs) What what could this question possibly be related to? Uh, So we've got a few normal ones, like ones that you could guess. So this is just, you know, no context, just a post on Reddit. Don't know what question he's answering, but you can figure it out. First main event standing on the cell was a pretty cool moment. Mm-hmm. So that was probably What's what your, was your favourite moment. Wrestling moment, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Hotel rooms become like a prison in my experience. It's just a lonely existence and grows old very quickly. The live events are what fuels most. What's travel like? Yeah. Uh, thank you. Our best matches were the live events. He is an amazing talent. There is a reason I'm publicly trying to get people more aware of this. This is a very personal for me, what they did to me, and I want better conditions for everyone. Hmm. Okay, now, now you're there, losing me right There are back. two things in that. It felt like he was putting over matches that he had with someone, and they yeah. were the best matches that he had. Who was your favourite opponent? I'm thinking Sin Cara. Could be. Or punk, maybe. And mm-hmm. um, and then he sort of loses it a little bit because he's like, that's why I'm doing this. Yeah. I'm trying to raise awareness. But then we've got the ones that just, just are no-hopers. Pizza and donuts make a Rice Krispie treat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got... Uh, as long as the third graders didn't force me to lick white dog S-word after I would take my chances with them. <laughs> What's that? Uh, were you bullied as a child, maybe? Well, someone's actually replied, the question this is answering was, <laughs> what was the text that you sent that led to the cops knocking on your door at three in the morning? But I what? still that, don't that's understand. the answer. But the best one, which I feel has meme potential. Mm-hmm. Two words. Sponge daddy. <laughs> so he has just answered sponge daddy. Sponge Daddy. And that's the point where everyone's like, he's doing this on purpose. (laughs) Either he doesn't know how the AMA works, or he's trolling people by just posting random things. And he's not actually answering any questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's putting in a few normal answers. Yeah. 
So I, I, I found it very funny. It's a very funny thread to go look through, especially because <laughs> in some of them, you can see the guy who's trying to manage the AMA <laughs> talk to him in the in like to those posts. I'm trying to find one where he did it. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's some really weird ones. Uh, oh, I can't find it now. Oh yeah, so. Uh, Someone's posted, do you regret leaving WWE? And Ryback has replied to that post in a rare example of doing it correctly. Best decision of my life. But then the person organising the AMA has posted directly to Ryback after that. Keep replying to questions exactly in this way. (laughs) When you hit the reply button on a question, it will answer that question directly and everyone will be able to see both sides of the conversation. (laughs) So, But then it's like, then it... That did not, yeah, because he's like, dang it, I did it right. Better go back to doing it yeah. wrong again. Yeah, so it was, yeah, it's a, it's a very fun thread. But that's um, TL Hopper. That's <laughs> that's another. Uh, yeah. Right, okay, let's try and get through. I, I won't be able to do your get betters. Uh, I'm afraid to the people that sent them in um, because we're short on time. But I'll I'll, tr- I'll do them tomorrow on the uh, NXT review. Um, I also got to give a shout out actually before we get out of here Frank uh, is one of those people that sent us in um, he was the person you might remember over the Christmas period that was mm. uh, having a lot of health issues um, we've had an email update from that um, which is saying that he is uh, is doing very well um, but he also sent me a, a very 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 long email uh, last night which essentially just says that he's giving up on wrestling um, oh no last night's roar was the uh, was the straw that broke the camel's back and he uh, he's done what, what, did he say anything in particular? Because I thought it was quite a fun episode. AJ won. Uh, he thought that them doing him and Seth is too soon. Um, <coughs> he's writing. He wrote this during the AJ Corbin match. Uh, he says that uh, Abigail, uh, the Bray White thing is very silly. Um, yeah, as we, he's, he's saying that he's cancelling his network. And he's just going to keep his Hulu subscription so he can watch the edited versions, I guess. Or just maybe to watch the bits that he wants to watch. Mm. Um, or YouTube. They put half the show up there absolutely, anyway. Absolutely, yeah. But I do want to read out this email that comes in from Jake that says, Hello, Luke, Ollie, and Laurie. Randy can go back to kindergarten. Ollie was talking about how he was planning on having some drinks and going to hype up those running in the London Marathon. And it reminded me about how I'm doing the same thing next weekend. Instead of the London Marathon, though, it's a half marathon in Indianapolis, Indiana. You know, the city where Kofi lost the gauntlet and got screwed out of because Vince McManic, Vince Ekmakina, Vince Ekmakina, which is is very good. Sorry, I stumbled over it because your joke was too good for me. Uh, Instead, anyway, instead of getting drunk, my brother, my girlfriend and I got together a little band and have been practicing for about three months and we'll be playing a four hour set to the 20,000 plus runners and walkers. My hand hurts just thinking about it. I'm the guitarist. Just a humble brag. I hope all goes well and Ollie had fun time at his London Marathon. P.S. Walking is an exercise. Love the consistency. Sincerely, Mark. There was uh, there were quite it's a few. Odd bands because your email says Jake. That there were quite a few, but maybe he's just you know taking that word back. Oh. I'm a Mark. Yeah, it's fine. And that's who this is from. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There, there were quite a few bands doing a similar thing, but I I'm a man who had. Uh, my own Spotify, 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 Spotify. <laughs> running playlist on. Uh, so I was listening to the Muppets and <laughs> and uh, wear sunscreen. Oh yeah, yeah, that came on on random. Yeah, I was not wear prepared. Sunscreen. That, that was one of the crime. That's very moments. random. Yeah, it it broke. I broke down emotionally. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it came at a bad time. But uh, yeah, we. I, I I forgot what I was going to say. Oh yeah, that's it. Most people. Yeah. 
don't a lot of people don't wear headphones, so they will be able to hear you. But you're told not to, aren't you? Because you have to hear people saying things to you or like Oh yeah, but mine are on bone, so I can hear all that anyway. Yeah. That's because yeah. you're very cool. Anyway, that is all we've got time for on this episode of the show. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with the NXT review. Could be any possible lineup. Could be me and Laurie, could be me and Pete. Who knows? But we'll be getting excited for Avengers Endgame, I can tell you that Woo. much. Uh we'll be back then. Take care. I love you. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.